and welcome back to another episode of Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. I'm Travis Wyman. I'm still in Los Angeles. Josh is in Boston. Hello, Josh. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Good to hear from you, Travis. I like your hat there that you have on. That's like a real blaze orange hunter's hat. Yeah, well, I'm wearing it to stay warm because it's quite chilly over here. It's about 20 degrees out. And uh, I actually, in the little office where I record down here in Boston, there's a steam radiator. Mm-hmm. And if I if it kicks in while we're recording, you'll hear the, the steam in the background kind of whistling out of the radiator. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I crank the heat up in the apartment to 70 degrees before we record. Mm-hmm. And then I shut it off or I put it down to 62 during recording. And uh, so it gets a little cooler while we're recording. So I have this hat on right now. Oh, so as the podcast heats up, your room cools down. Yes, I'll be slowly, (laughs) that's right, I'll be slowly cooling down. And isn't it kind of like a renovated porch that your office is in? Yes, it used to be a porch, and it has uh, wood paneling on it, and it's not very well insulated. It it reminds me of like a a 70s basement. Mm -hmm. It looks like the basement in in that 70s show, where they used to sit and smoke weed. I like it, I like that style though. If I ever... Someday had like a bar in my basement. I'd like to have that wood panel kind of 70s vibe. I like it too. I like the 70s. Uh, It seemed like a very carefree era besides having to go to Vietnam. (laughs) It's funny though, that dream of like having a bar in your basement. That's such a strange dream to have because wouldn't that encourage like alcoholism if you have a big (laughs) bar in your basement? Um, Maybe or maybe it's just maintaining the alcoholism. They look fun though. Especially like if you have one just in your like a cabin or like a place you go up to on the weekends or something. Yeah, you you can just have a beer now and then with a bar in your basement. You don't have to have eight pints in the basement every night. It'd be like having a big uh, a big bakery down in your basement with the jolly baker making like chocolate croissants all the time and <laughs> trying not to eat eat them all the time. Yeah, that that would be harder for me than having a. If I had a uh, bar in my basement, I could not drink every night. But a bakery, I would be eating 12 croissants Mm. every morning. Oh, have you gotten any snow in Boston or no? Yeah, we actually did uh, the other day, but it was just a light dusting. No accumulation, Mm. but it was snowing. I forgot what we Nothing compared to, what was it, 2015? Yeah, that was pretty deep. I did go to a pizza place, Peeney's Pizzeria. Up the street the other night. Oh, and I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I asked for two slices of cheese, mm-hmm. and they gave me... It, it looked like half of a large pizza. Like, it was such oh, a yeah. large... Peenies, they give you huge slices. Yeah, I've never been there, but next time I'm getting one, for sure, because it was way too much pizza. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you eat it at the little uh, counter there? They have, like, stools you can sit at? No, I took it home um, because uh, Liza was out hanging out with her friends... And so I was just going to watch a show that I know she definitely wouldn't like, you know, because mm-hmm. when when she goes out with her friends, I pick, you know, like I watched that Jack Ryan show with uh, Jim from The Office, you know. Oh, you watched that? That's like a, yeah, I watched it. It's is not, that a good show? That seems like a Tom Clancy novel come to life. It is. And Tom Clancy novels... I like them when so I was... So Jack Ryan is a Tom Clancy character? Yeah. I liked Tom Clancy novels when I was maybe 15, but I I tried to read one the other day, and I know this will offend our dad because he loves Tom Clancy novels, but uh, mm-hmm. I just I can't read them anymore. 
just doesn't work for me. It's not the it, same. Wait, why not? I don't know. It just seems dated. It sounds like a 90s sitcom, the way the people talk. I it's think. like he tucked his floppy disk into the bomber jacket. Yeah. What was on the floppy disk, he would have to find out after he got home and inserted it into his PC. Yeah, well, it's not just the technology. It's just... uh. It's kind of stiff. I think the characters are stiff to me. They seem like, uh, you know, it's like there's a a stoic soldier and he's just stoic all the time. It's like there's no backstory on him, you know, or Jack Ryan is kind of quick. So it's almost like a porn, but no sex. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like a porn. But the sex is the shooting and stuff. Yeah. And that's pretty good. The shooting's pretty good. (laughs) I like to read about the shooting, but when they're talking to each other, that's not fun. But I like hearing about them jumping onto car hoods and stuff. So how's it been going in Los Angeles? (laughs) Um, It's been going okay. I went to some auditions this past week. Haven't gotten anything yet, but, uh, you know, I've been reading the words next to the camera and uh, doing the takes and then walking away. What was the last audition you did? I can't be... I don't think I can say what it is, but... Yeah. Yeah, I saw three peacocks the other day when I was running around my neighborhood. They just roam around? Yeah, they just roam. The three of them, it's three male peacocks, and they uh, stay in a tight group and walk down the sidewalk. And I've seen them, like, in varying distances from where I live. It's like, maybe they have a place they go at night, but uh, they just kind of roam. Oh, well, it's nice that they survive and a coyote doesn't pick them up, you know? That's they kinda... what, yeah, that's what I was thinking, because you can hear the coyotes howling at night and going, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and, but, like, these peacocks somehow figured out how to survive, so... I, I think they must go back to someone's backyard and go into, like, a little pen or something. Yeah, maybe. They're just very awkward birds. They can't really fly or anything. They just kind of strut around and make that weird sound. Well, uh, I think sound. in the wild they actually can fly, hmm. but, like, they clip the wings of uh, peacocks. I know Not, doves can fly away because Grandpa's dove we let fly away. Yeah, it was like a Prince video. <laughs> he wasn't too mad about it, though, because he had a few other doves. But I remember right when it flew away, I was like, oh, no, we let Grandpa's dove out of its pen. Yeah, that's what um, it was a nice big pen. And you had to be careful when you open the door. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, those nice birds and the would peacock fall. went, oh, <laughs> as the dove flew away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd hear that peacock all day long. Oh. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was nice coming back home for uh, Christmas. I know it was actually kind of balmy out. It was like 40s, 50s when I was home. Yeah, it's been snowing up in around Big Bear, so I might try to cross-country ski on Sunday. Oh, good. Yeah, you've done that once already, right? Well, yeah, I did it at Baldy, but they weren't, they didn't want me there. It, there, it wasn't, a, I just went to the downhill area and skied up a green circle with people skiing down it. So I stepped to the side when I heard people coming. But uh, I was really winded because I hadn't skied in a long time. And I made it like a mile and a half, two miles up the green circle. And then I just kind of like caught my breath near a Japanese couple as they were, you know, having lunch on the side of the trail. Mm-hmm. They were snow- they were snowshoeing. Oh, okay. Uh, so you talked to them? Um. No, well, I don't know Japanese, but I just kind of like smiled and waved. Oh, okay. So they didn't speak English. No, no. We just kind of like, oh, we said a little broken English to each other. 
they asked if I was going to go down into the off the trail, and I said, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, that was nice. You made some friends up there on the mountain. Yeah. Baldy's a nice... That's what I like about L.A. You can get to snowy mountains in like an hour and a half, but uh, you can go surfing the same day. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's funny? There have been these little remote-controlled cars going around... Uh, Los Angeles, but then these people hired people will walk behind the little car to make sure it's okay, and it's just mapping. I, I think it's a self-driving little remote control vehicle that someday could deliver food to people for like Postmates or something. Yeah, but right right now it's just research and development phase. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how they're going to keep people from pushing those little cars over. It looks like a little blue truck with like a bed in the back that can hold cargo. They'll probably just put a speaker on it, and if you kick it, it'll say, the police are getting called, even though they really aren't, and it deters... And if they lose 20% of their little trucks, it doesn't matter, because they're still making billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, food. just send another truck out. Yeah. Maybe they're, they'll be pretty fast. Mm. Or or they're locked up, so you can't get the pizza inside, or, you know... Yeah, I doubt sure. it will be, like, available to just pick out of the back. You know? It'll just be a little locked truck, and uh, also the people who are getting the truck would be mad if you kick their truck over so oh you mean the person that ordered it yeah because you can probably you'll see the little dot coming and then if you see someone messed with it you'll probably go out on the street <laughs> you cock your shotgun that was my pizza yeah oh yeah. it'll happen it'll be like yeah. training day over some pizza like yeah. denzel with his shotgun out on the on the corner mm-hmm. i'm surgical with this jake what what is that <laughs> I'm surgical. That with was this. my Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. that's. What, <laughs> uh, I've thought of that like the beginning of a you, of a you movie just that some, I thought you just okay, smoked some PCP. Hear, hear me out on this beginning of a futuristic uh, movie, okay? So in the future, armored trucks they don't exist anymore. Now, it's a it's a big armored drone that holds uh, like uh, some kind of digital currency in the hard drive, and it's just you know shipping it from one bank to the other mm-hmm. because it's just holding it safe so no one can hack it and so this the opening scene of this movie is this big kind of like armored drone flying through a futuristic city and then out of nowhere like five other little drones come around it <laughs> kind of fast and the furious style and they try to uh retrieve the uh digital currency from this armored truck like while it's flying but it has it has like turrets and stuff like it starts shooting down all these little drones around it you know yeah so i think they'd be pretty fun or maybe it's even guys with jetpacks or something but they're just doing battle with this like big kind of armored thing as it's going really fast through the city yeah, I could see uh, Vin Diesel or The Rock with a jetpack trying to... Yeah, The Rock like it. makes his way onto the top of it, and then he finds a little USB drive or whatever and sticks a thing in there. <laughs> and he's like, I need 20 more seconds to upload the currency, you know? Yeah. It could <laughs> be you called- think that would be a fun start to a movie? Like, it's a, just a futuristic heist movie, and they just keep doing that. It's like Heat, only in the future, so pretty much same template. Or it could be called, like... Uh, Mach 5 and Pissed or something instead of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah. Mach 5 and Pissed, starring The Rock. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, speaking of drones and stuff, I know we always talk about Jeff Bezos, but I guess he's getting a divorce. Oh. Everyone talks about it. Oh. Everyone's talking about Jeff Bezos and his divorce. I guess money couldn't buy love. 
Mm. Well, I, I don't know. It's all speculative, but I guess he was uh, having an affair with a, a reporter. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope it was worth it, Jeff. Well, I mean, she seemed like a cut, nice cut 120 wife. billion in half for 130 billion in half. He's still worth, you know, roughly as much as Bill Gates, probably. Mm. So, what else is happening in Boston? Uh, what else? Let's see. I don't get to speak to you often. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, the holidays are past. Uh, we had a nice New Year's up in New Hampshire at our parents' house. Um, and. There were three bonfires going on, um, and yeah, Dad got out the tractor at one point and was ramming the bucket into the pile to try to push the other half of the pile onto the burning half, mm-hmm. uh, so that was pretty entertaining. Uh, the moon was out. It was a real nice oh, were night. were there lots of people from town or just pretty much the family? Uh, some people from town, yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of the family and people from town, so... Yeah, it was a nice bonfire. Uh, and then we, Liza and I came back down to Boston, uh, and she went back to work. And uh, I've been interviewing for jobs, so it's a fun process. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. run you through the ringer for a tech job. Oh, don't I know it. I worked at Flipkey. Oh, yeah? What was Flipkey? It was kind of an offshoot of TripAdvisor, and uh, I worked there for like three days. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And what did you do at Flipkey? Just, uh, <clears throat> they wanted, well, it was insane. I originally came on board because I thought I was going to write some copy for, like, properties, you know? Because mm-hmm. they have kind of a Airbnb. And Flipkey's like Airbnb, only not good at all. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has, like, one-star ranking on the app. <laughs> the app ratings, you know, for Apple apps or whatever. Um, yeah, so I thought I was going to, like, help promote properties or something, but then I got there, and this, like, Harvard Business School guy that was working over me, he, kind of managing me, he said, what we want to do is figure out an algorithm that can optimize ways, like, when people search for certain types of properties, it will automatically uh, go to these certain kinds of descriptions, and I said, well, that seems more like a programming problem you know <laughs> you know that's not what i s- signed on for so you know lo and behold it didn't work out well it sounds like their hiring person was pretty bad yeah. well you know what i did today i've been going for runs i've been trying to get more in shape mm-hmm. after the holidays sorry to say i, I packed on a few pounds oh. more more than one pound quite mm-hmm. a few oh so i ordered a chest strap online and it reads my heart rate so it's, it's like a Garmin uh, chest strap, 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I put it on today. My resting heart rate is 55 beats per minute. Mm. And I, I Googled, like, what's normal? <clears throat> and normal is uh, 60 to 100 beats per minute resting heart rate. So I was like, all right. Oh, good. And then I went for a run and got it up to my max heart rate was 180 beats per minute. Oh, nice. This new year, I know it's cliche, but I'm going to track my fitness and see... See if I can get back in shape. Well, I wish you luck. You, I'm going to hold you accountable. Well, I'll see you at the Berkey 2020, Josh. Hopefully right. you'll, you'll let me draft you, uh, you know, and then I'll let you draft me on the downhills. 
All right, sounds like a plan. Because I'm a little heavier, so I can help us go faster on the downhills. Yeah. But I am a little porkier, so the uphills will be slower for me. Oh, you got, uh, what did you, you you were number one in New England when you were like 15 or 16. Oh, when I was a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, though, 2020, that's a year and, and change away. I can get down to yeah. a nice, healthy for Steve our, Jobs. For our way. listeners who don't know, uh, how old were you? Six, when Travis was 16, he was number one in New England for a one-kilometer sprint for cross-country ski <laughs> that's skating. Such an, that's such an obscure thing. It's yeah, like no. he hopped on a pogo stick with a kazoo for five minutes. No, it's not that obscure. It's an Olympic event. I know. Yeah, so you won. Be proud of that. Travis was fast when he was 16. <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. So that was fun. I still find it meditative. I find it more relaxing than doing like yoga or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like to do things, something where you're moving and going through the woods. And you, you beat all those people on the Vermont team. You were number one for Team New Hampshire and New England. <laughs> it was a good yeah. day. The I snow was falling. I still remember that course. I, I won my heat, but I only got like 12th place or something. I like that prospect ski area mm-hmm. right over the hill. Yeah, it's good. That was uh, That's southern Vermont, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over Hogback Mountain. Yeah. Going up to Hogback. Yeah, Hogback's a, a funny name. Uh, it's an old ski area in southern Vermont, and there's a uh, road that goes over the mountain, and you can use it to get from New New Hampshire to New York State. So. I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and this guy, I don't know if it was for Planet Earth or something, but he was in a plexiglass kind of cage type thing but it was plexiglass with bolts and then a, he was filming a polar bear as it was trying to open up the his little ball and eat him mm-hmm. and he's like "Ooh, you can feel it flexing <laughs> and the polar bear is licking its tongue through like a air hole that's only the size of like maybe a cell phone mm-hmm. but his big tongue was coming in licking like he wanted to eat the the photographer and this was this just a YouTube video of this guy in a clear ball uh, getting yeah, attacked? Yeah, well, I think it, it was first. It might have been National Geographic or something, but oh. the guy was just. It was like pretty much a polar bear uh, viewing ball that he, he was in. Oh, but it was like what a great white shark cage would be only for polar bears. That's a, the pr- polar- that's a smart business model. I never thought of doing on land cages for. Dangerous. I don't know if it was a business or if this guy just did it for himself, but the polar bear started to get on top of it, and he's like, if he can get his full weight onto the top, he might be able to smash my ball. And was I was he, like... Was he, was he nervous? <laughs> yeah, but he was playing it so cool. Like, this British guy was just saying, like, casually all the things the polar bear was probably attempting and what would be most successful. And Some I, people just get cold and smooth like that, I think, when crazy stuff's happening. Or he was just really confident he'd seen that ball tested with a ton of weight and he knew, you know, that also adds drama. Like if he's seen that ball try to get crushed with 10,000 pounds and it didn't yeah, break. What, what you don't see is the guy right off camera with a 50 caliber mounted machine gun. Yeah, like, he's got a <laughs> sniper trained on the bear. No, no, I'm just kidding. I no, think he probably. Just I mean, I don't yeah. know. But it made the video more exciting, right? That he's mm-hmm. like. 
All right, some some people have a screw loose though. I don't know why I look at so much junk online, but you know that uh, musician Post Malone. Mm-hmm. He recently uh, just bought a six wheeled um, Raptor truck. Oh, what a six wheeled Raptor! It's got four wheels on the back. Oh, you know, oh, like it's a, a dually. dually. Yeah, but they're huge, like those big tires you would off road with. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he also has a barbed wire metal mount for a fifty caliber machine gun that locks into the bed of the truck. <laughs> so it's a big chrome barbed piece of barbed wire. It looks like, and then you can put a fifty caliber <laughs> machine gun. He's always so calm. He just had a cigarette and like a clear plastic cup of beer in his hand with sandals on walking in the snow because he has a place in Texas that they they delivered the truck to, but it was snowy around his home. And he just walks out calmly and he goes, oh, look at that. That's great or something. Wait, did he put a machine gun on it? No, you don't see him putting it on there, but they were just showing him. They had the mount in the back of the truck, and they they showed it how it slides into its little hole in the back. What is Post Malone's story? Is he from Texas? I don't know much about Yeah, that's all I know is he's from Texas, and he got famous off of SoundCloud. He uploaded uh, White Iverson to SoundCloud. Hmm. Oh, so that uh, White Iverson was self-produced, or did they change it? I think so, or maybe it was some other song. But he just put some song up on SoundCloud, and then it did that fairy tale thing where it just like shoots up in views all of a sudden. Yeah, that's, like if our uh, our podcast suddenly was listened to by millions of people for no reason. I know that was crazy. But I mean, his song was good, and our podcast is bad. So yeah, I know. Mm. So. But it was. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for the people that do listen to this. But yeah, yeah. I'm thankful to our million fans. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank you, million fans. But anyway, I appreciate yeah, you. Th- I think it's interesting. He wanted a 50 caliber mount on his truck. It's almost like it's a video game truck. Yeah. Well, he's like probably a Grand he's, Theft he, Auto type truck. He's probably one of those zombie apocalypse guys where it's. I, I think the people like he buried a couple of shipping containers in the ground and you can live down there. Yeah, and I, I think it's almost like in the back of their mind they realize that it's not gonna happen, but it's fun to train and prepare, you know. That's it's more fun. It's like when you're a little kid and you're like, I'm making a pirate fort so that when the ghosts come we'll be up high and we'll pull the ladder up, you know? Yeah, but, well in the way it's kinda like I never have been a big karate guy or martial arts guy, but I think half the fun for some martial arts people, some people it's for meditation and being self-centered, but other people it's like preparing like, yeah, I could beat the crap out of somebody, but they don't actually ever want to beat the crap out of somebody. They just want, in their mind, they build up this whole fantasy like, I'll be Bruce Lee, I'll walk into a bar and someone will say, hey, partner, like give me your drink or something or like or there's someone in distress you know and then i can just beat up 20 guys and my hands will sound like gunshots while i'm doing it you know yeah you, that's probably accurate that's why people take those classes and and want to do that remember uh, when but, we uh with travis smith we went to judo or karate when we were kids and i was like all right i want to break boards like that movie the karate kid and then we got there and it was more about just doing slow movements and kind of like meditating. Yeah, I remember the instructor threw me on the ground uh, and held me down. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he he uh, asked me to attack him, and then and this is the only martial arts class I've ever been to. He's like, 
put your hand, like slowly punch me. And then so I moved my hand towards him and then I didn't really know what was happening. And then I was on the ground with him twisting my arm around and putting his knee into my arm. So that's supposed to get you to come back again. Yeah, I guess so. I guess he, in his mind, he's like, oh, this will really impress this guy that I threw him on the ground. This but will I, impress this child that I've really beat him up. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, I'd, I'd rather just, you know, go watch See, cartoons. See, if I had or- a karate place, I'd just freeze up, like, thin little blocks of ice and tubes of ice, and we'd just break that for, like, we'd break ice. and. So you wouldn't little- even worry about practical fighting it would just be no, it would just be like fun karate fun <laughs> karate yeah you, you should know? start travis's fun karate in west hollywood like put little tacks on our hands and like slap balloons to pop them <laughs> <You'd be> like <laughs> now it's time for you to get your uh fun your <laughs> black belt in balloon po- well, slapping terror is playing or something it's like yeah have my Air Monarchs on? What are Air Monarchs? My white shoes that I have. Oh, those Nikes you own or something? Yeah, those are comfortable. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Are those those shoes you got from that Funny or Die shoot a long time ago? Yeah, for the Chevy commercial. Yeah. 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 That, was, uh, that was an interesting day. Um, mm. We sprinted a lot. I, I, I felt it, like I wanted weird to... Because sometimes you do... I don't know what it was, but I felt like I'd been Christmas shopping after that day was over. Yeah. You get like a weird tiredness, like you've been Christmas shopping when you do a video all day, but it, you know, it's fun to do, but. Yeah. You're, well, I think your feet sweat in your shoes and then they dry out and then sweat again and then dry out. And by the end of the day, your, your socks just feel kind of not completely dry, but they're not wet. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if even like renowned actors like Christian Bale when he was shooting Vice, he's like, man, it feels like I went Christmas shopping today, you know? Yeah. yeah. It does. It's like uh, being on set is like mall fatigue. It's like shopping at a mall. But maybe it isn't, though. Maybe I'm just, I don't know how to do it right. You know, maybe you just need it, to relax. It'd be funny to tell that to somebody uh, digging a ditch or... You know, doing some hard physical labor, you're like, oh, God, on the set. Oh, well, that's so- the thing. I've done that kind of stuff, too. So it's yeah. like I can compare. It's not like I haven't done that kind of job. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, framing a house by hand or uh, sitting on a Chevy commercial set all day. <laughs> I'd probably Over say- time, in terms of doing set work, I've slowly mellowed out. Like when we first showed up to town and we're PAing on music videos, remember we did that one Thou Shall Laugh, that comedy, Christian comedy thing where yep. we were PAs? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Yeah, the Christian comedy well, tour. Uh, one producer said, uh, hey, I need a cup of coffee. Can you go get one? And I was a PA and I, <laughs> I had hiking boots on and I ran to go get coffee. I was physically running. Because you want to do a good job. Yeah, I wanted to do a good job. So I'm running with jeans and like boots on to go to a Starbucks down the street. And I get back out of breath and he's like, did you run? And I was like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I jogged. I jogged quickly. And he's like, you don't have to jog. <laughs> you don't have to run. <laughs> he's like, you could have just walked and gotten it. Well, could you imagine if a, if a PA was uh, helping you and he ran to the store, would you feel bad or would how would you feel about that? I think I'd do what that guy did to me and 
be like, look, you know, this isn't life or death, you know. Yeah. That's a job. <laughs> Just go get the coffee at your own pace, you know. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. But, I mean, running is better, you know, for yeah, him. For him, he, better. he got the coffee faster. But I'm just saying that, like, over time, the more we did that, I was like, okay, I'm going to move this chair, but we're going to do it, you know. I'm not going to reef on my lower back or anything. Yeah. There were probably PAs, though, back in, like, the Laurel and Hardy kind of Charlie Chaplin era. Yeah. But uh, I wonder what they... like, give me a Coca-Cola bottle, please, well, there was, kid. There, were, there was probably a ton to do back then because nothing was automated, so you had to make a pot of coffee you couldn't go to a starbucks it's like we need a we need someone to make a pot of coffee we need someone to develop the film we need someone to move the fan around <laughs> you know we need people they needed people for everything there was no uh you couldn't take an uber home you had to, I, I think it'll be funny in the future when yeah feature films are filmed just by like one guy holding the director's just holding a gopro and following like jack nicholson down the street and it looks like he's just you know walking by himself talking but it's really a feature film that's being produced or a bunch of yeah a bunch of robots holding the cameras and the the uh, director's just holding an ipad and he's pushing on each panel on the ipad to move the cameras differently and they're just gliding along seamlessly recording the sound seamlessly it's like the whole crew is a bunch of a bunch of robots or something i don't know if you could i think a steady cam operator you could replace with a robot but the actual touch of a person pulling focus because that that takes some intelligence to like track where the shot is you know or i mean far enough in the future like the yeah, the whole movie is just programmed. Oh, it's all just generated? Yeah, it still looks real, but it's like, oh, they just program it the way they want. That would know? make me sad, I think. I mean, that's pretty far away. That's probably like 50 years away, but eventually, like, they could just program whole films, I bet. Yeah, that would, uh, I wouldn't like that. Yeah, And you don't, you won't even have to scan real actors' faces. You could just program new faces, like the new, I don't know, a hybrid of... Ryan Gosling and De Niro or something. Well, that that, that would be funny. I, I would like that technology to be used for joke things. Like, this is Gosling De Niro doing a, you know, <laughs> parody yeah. of Robert Mueller or something. But if you're using it for, like, a real film, ah, actually, though, but you could make a whole movie. Yeah, and the Oscar goes to these two programmers. And See, the two programmers <laughs> just walk up and they're like, thanks for looking at our uh, programmed film. You know, it was like they made a rom-com starring Robert De Niro from Raging Bull. And actually, the, 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 the programming is so advanced at that point, they don't even write the script like AI writes the script. So they pretty much just let the AI loose. And then like <laughs> they're the producers of the film. So it's just one guy that's the producer of the film mm-hmm. and then buys the rights to all these like AI programs. Yeah. Or. Yeah. uh Yeah. I don't know. Is this, does that make sense or no? No, it does make sense. But I also think that the AI doesn't even need people involved at that point. Well, that'll be the next step. Yeah, it's just like we're all just humans are watching this, but we have no part in any of it. Yeah, we'll just be consuming. Uh, but then there will be no producers at all except for one AI. No, no. Or, But the, I think things go in cycles. Like there will be these underground 
shitty like human films in the future where like we don't have any good equipment because we can't afford it because no one has any real money anymore but we're making like or doing plays like oh plays yeah i bet plays are probably going to have a resurgence because you want to see a real thing do you want to do stacked or whacked sure yeah you got it yeah all right so this edition of stacked or whacked is about vacations okay Mm -hmm. uh so you have to just answer stacked or whacked all right are you ready travis I'm ready. This is about vacations. Yes. All right. So, number one, you get to have a week-long, all-expense-paid trip to London with Mike Myers, but he has to stay in character as Austin Powers 24-7 and stay with you the whole time. Is that stacked or whacked? I think that's stacked. That would be fun. Yeah? Especially if we get to ride in his big uh, Jaguar with the Union Jack on it. Yeah. Okay. So, you're into that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, because honestly, it's been so far past the point in time where everyone culturally was saying, yeah, baby, that like, I'm not sick of it anymore. Like, and I could probably, how long would we be traveling together? Uh, one week in one London. Week, yeah, I could take one week of, yeah, so you're, baby. You're driving around in the sh- uh, shagmobile yeah, all around I'd London. put on some Beetle boots. Yeah, okay. All right, that's stacked. All right, number two. You get to spend a week in a nice Kazakhstan hotel with Sasha Baron Cohen, and he stays in character as Borat 24-7. Ooh, I don't think that would be good because I don't... I think they took offense to his uh, Kazakhstan portrayal, and they didn't like his character. They thought it was very offensive, so that wouldn't be very fun. If I could walk, like, 50 yards behind him... Then it would be okay because I'd get a trip to Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, or I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. But, uh, Kazakhstan. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be whacked. I don't, I don't think that would be fun because everyone would be giving us the evil eye as we walked around. As he said, very nice. <laughs> yeah. As he say, wow, wow, you are. Travis, you come People with me. Very nice. That, that's like, that's an, so old now. People very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's whacked. All right. All right. We're doing well. This is the home stretch. Number three. Travis, are you ready for number three? All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You get to spend the whole week in New York City, greatest mm-hmm. city in the world, uh, with Gal Gadot. Uh, but she will only ride a horse and stays in character as Wonder Woman and keeps being... She's always surprised by modern technology as she is in character just coming off the island with all the Wonder Woman... Oh, for Wo- a second I was going to say, who's Gal Gadot? But then you said Wonder Woman. Wonder so. Woman. It's the character. Yeah. It's the actress who played Wonder Woman. And she's in I New know. York City on her horse dressed as Wonder Woman. And she's like... She's a member what? of the Israeli army. She's like, Israeli what are horse. these yellow cars... Why do they drive us places? Why is this bread with the cheese and the pepperoni? I don't get it. What is the <laughs> glass? So she'd just be asking questions. Like She's like, oh, why I say uh, 30 rock? There are no rocks there. What can is- I ride on the horse? You can ride with her, yeah. But she, but she would be like, what? <laughs> Who who is Casey Neistat? Why is he famous? I don't understand. Why is oh it? man, that would start to wear on me for yeah. a whole week. Yeah. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but people would be happy to see Wonder Woman around with me. Yeah, I mean she's very popular. Gal Gadot. So we could probably get in free into Hamilton and things like that. Yeah. The doors would be open to us. We could we could go to the top of the Empire State Building probably and not have to wait in the big line. You could go anywhere. They would they would think she's doing a bit, but she's really well. Which she kind of would be. She'd be playing her. Wonder Woman character all week. Well, but maybe, okay, like, if there's two ways this could go. I could be really annoyed with it, or mm-hmm. I could just embrace it. I could get in character, too, <laughs> and just be like, I'm really walking around with Wonder Woman, you know? And then, yeah, I mean, as long as I uh, stay in that mentality that I'm really walking around with Wonder Woman, then I think it would be it'd be stacked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, stacked. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you could at least spend a uh, half a million dollar endorsement deal with Doritos or something off of the guy who hung out with Gal Gadot. For oh, I'm allowed to do that? Is it, Gad- is it Gadot or Gadot? I don't know. There's a T. Like write a book. Write a book about it. My yeah. Week with Gal. My Week with Gal. My is week- it real name Gal? Gal, I think. Yeah. I guess it's like Gil. It's G-A-L, right? Yeah, because there's Gil Ozeri, yeah, and then the female equivalent is Gal Gadot. Gal, if you're listening, please email the show, and uh, we'd love to have you on. So anyhow, uh, we're going to go back through. This is the vacation edition of Stacked or Whacked. Uh, the first, number one was to spend a week with Mike Myers' Austin Powers in London. That was stacked from you. Uh Sasha Berg Cohen in Kazakhstan uh, was waxed to you because they hated his his interpretation of their culture, and you also uh, you, you thought that hanging out with Gal for a week in Manhattan was stacked. You know, yeah, a lot of opportunity there. So you got two stacks and one whack. This week is stacked. Thank you very much, Travis. I appreciate you participating in this segment which you continue to let me do. And, I know uh, it's a very important project, so I like to participate this know, is, as much uh, as I can. Yeah, we do this for the people. We give them what they want. And they want more stacked or whacked every week. So we're doing it. Uh, yeah, any, any more thoughts? Do you have anything else you'd like to say? I think that's good. Uh, good to hear that things are going well in Boston and... Uh, Maybe you'll bump into Tom Brady again along the Charles. I hope to God. Every day I wake up and say, I hope I run into Tom down by like the that Charles. that time he was running with his big winter hat, right? Yeah, by, by the Shell station on the north side of the Charles. I'll remember it the rest of my life. You They'll, should have yelled, hey, Tom. Yeah. my last yeah. On my deathbed, I'll be like, Tom by the Shell station. That's yeah. what I'll oh, say. Oh, that big old-fashioned Shell station. Yeah, it's got that big sign with the lights. Oh, I used to... Ride my bike past that when I lived near the Charles. I'm sure you did. You were very close. Right on Walker Court. Oh, yeah. Well, this has been another episode of Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. I'm Travis Wyman in Los Angeles. Josh is in Boston. And uh, thanks for talking to me again, Josh. No problem. It's been a pleasure. And I can't, I can't wait for next time. Yeah, sounds good. Let's make it a regular thing. All right. All right. Till next time, stack that wood. Stack that wood. Woohoo! Ah! Uh, Dang it! Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.